0: And I can't help but think what other soldiers were thinking when they told David, this is your opportunity, David. Kill Saul. And David said, no. God forbid that I do. And it just makes me think to the natural man. To the natural man. Following God's way can sometimes look like you are missing opportunities. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. All over the world. Good morning. is Monday here on Church 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 Confessions. (laughs) He will direct your path. So, what's we'll there to fear again? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to Church Boy Confessions Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Hecke. Episode 99, one episode away from the 100th episode. Um, I'm proud to exclaim that. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, we're gonna have a really good conversation next next week that's what's gonna that's what's gonna be that's what's gonna be the you know the celebration i may do some things with my family we'll see but as for the episode we're gonna have a really good conversation i think that uh you know i, I i've already received it and, I, and i'm happy with it and i'm excited for it guys um 99 episode 99 today i wanted to talk about regret um i hope you guys had an amazing week let me say that first that's manners we had an amazing week. If you haven't, I hope that this episode is going to be something that can bless you. I'll say it like that. Episode 99. I want to talk about regret. This is something that I was visited with this past week, um, and I'm thankful. To God, week in, week out, when I'm met with something, God is there to pull me right back out of it. And not only is He there to pull me right back out of it, He's even there to put words in my mouth that I can then articulate to you, so then you can be pulled out of it if that's what you are going through. So let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. I had a conversation with someone, and as I was having this conversation with this someone, I started to think about how that I I majored in political science in college and how going into college, I wanted to be a politician. And that that was whatever. That was short lived. But you know, I still wanted to be on the track to go to law school. So I majored in political science. Um, You know, and then You know, I've shared my testimony before, but towards the end of my sophomore year of college, unassociated happened. And when unassociated happened, a big detour in my life happened where any type of interest or passion that I had for anything was pretty much dissolved. And all of my passion, my energy, my drive was put into unassociated. And I thought to myself, I don't want to go to law school anymore. And I made that decision. I'm not going to law school. It's not something that I want to do, Period. That's what I said. And, you know, a few months after, you know, uh, or about a year after I decided unassociated is specifically what I want to do with my life. So hopefully somehow I could one day do this for a living. And that's still my goal. Ultimately, of course, I'm looking for jobs now, but we'll get to that later. Um, but that's when I made my decision that I didn't want to go to law school anymore. But then the thought came to me. The thought came to me this week and I started to regret and I started to feel some type of way because I thought to myself, you know, was that the right decision? I thought to myself that, Hey, just because you're doing an associate, doesn't mean that you had to give up law school. Doesn't mean that you had to not do law school. In fact, God never directly told me that it was just, I didn't want to do it anymore. It just wasn't, um, something that was, that I was passionate about. I don't know if it was ever something I was passionate about, but something I thought could make money for myself and something I thought that I could possibly be good at. Um, but that everything changed, everything changed. All right. Um, And I'm just left here with this question. Should I do law school? Technically it's not too late, but should I do law school? You know? Or I like, should I go in this path that I'm on right now to Bible college, to seminary school? I got in, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) I got in. Um that's gonna happen in August. But but you know, I just I just Came with the thought where it's just like, you know, it might not be too late right now, but you know, now I'm going to Bible college. Is that going to, you know, mess things up for me? Like, um, what, who, how is me going to Bible college going to set me up to make any more money than I'm making right now in the future? I'm, I'm sorry, like, you know, like, think about it compared to going to law school and being a lawyer, going to Bible college and being what? Like, I'm sure, you know, I know people going to ministry, they work you know at churches and stuff like that that's never really been my passion I'm going for you know educational purposes um but you know I I just been thinking these things to myself and I'm thankful that I reached the resolve and my answer is no do I regret not going to law school do I regret not um you know continuing to pursue law you know do I feel like my 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 degree is a waste no um do do I regret some of the decisions that i made regarding this you know situation the answer is no and this is why the answer is no the answer is not no because i am always just on it and because i have evidently and apparently my life is just so prosperous now that i would never change anything in the past that's not why i don't regret going to law school the reason why i don't regret going to law school is because i'm confident that i am walking in the path that god has called me to The reason why I don't regret going to law school is because I'm confident that I am chasing God's heart. And as I am chasing God's heart, he's going to make perfect for me. He's going to make perfection. And the point of this podcast is going to be to everyone who's really wrestling with regret, but you've been following God's heart, but you're wrestling with regret. Should I have made should I have chosen a different path? Should I have done this differently or done that differently? But you've been chasing God's heart the entire time. I want you to, t- I just want to tell you one thing. Regret nothing. If you are confident that you have been chasing God's heart if you are confident that you Are in his will if you are confident That you were doing the things that he has Called you to do in this life Emmanuel Heke is sitting behind this mic And he's begging you Episode 99 of Church Boy Confessions I'm begging you Do not regret Psalm chapter 18 verse 30 To 35 This is David's Psalm And he writes, As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. For who is God save the Lord? Or who is a rock save our God? It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like hinds' feet and setteth me upon my high places. He teacheth my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by mine hands. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation and thy right hand hath holden me up and thy gentleness hath made me great. May God bless the hearing and your reading and understanding of his word in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. The backstory, I have to start with the backstory to this passage. This is the passage that really, that really helped me. The backstory to this passage is so so important because this song was particularly written when David escaped from the hands of Saul. Two times he had this encounter with Saul. I mean, Saul was chasing him for years to kill him. If you don't know the story of David and Saul, Saul was the first chosen king by God. I'm sorry, by the people. No, God, God, God anointed Saul to be king. The first king of Israel, then he made mistakes. And then God said, You messed up. I got to call a new one, who was David. Saul became jealous of David. Saul tried to kill David on numerous occasions. And now we see that David has now had two opportunities to kill Saul and strike Saul dead. And he passes them up and he escapes. And this is when he's praising God in this psalm. But he passes up these chances to, to kill Saul. His enemy, the person that's trying to kill him. The person that's trying to stop him from being king, which God has anointed, anointed him to do, is trying, he's trying to kill him. But two opportunities David was given to kill Saul. He passed them up. Why? Because David didn't want to. Handle this problem. In fact, he he would rather trust God to handle the problem. In 1 Samuel chapter 26, verse 10 to 11, David is recorded to say that David said, "Furthermore, as the Lord liveth, the Lord shall smite him." Talking about small, uh, talking about Saul, (laughs) or or his days shall come to die, or he shall descend into battle and perish, which is actually what ended up happening. The Lord forbid that I should stretch forth mine hand against the Lord's anointed, even though Saul messed up, the Lord's anointed. But I pray thee, take thou now the spear that is at his bolster and the cruse of water and let us go. This is what David's saying. He said, God forbid that I be the one to handle the job. God forbid that I be the one to kill Saul, who was God's anointed. David didn't want to kill Saul and he passed up on two opportunities to kill Saul. Why? Because he thought that if he killed Saul, it would be an offense to God. Because whether you like it or not, Saul was God's anointed. He passed it up twice. He didn't want to take matters into his own hands. He said, you know what, God, you're going to be the one to figure out how I'm going to be king one day. I'm not going to kill Saul. I'm not going to offend you. You're going to be the one to deliver me out of his hand. You're going to be the one to make this situation right. And I can't help but think what other soldiers were thinking when they told David, this is your opportunity, David, kill Saul. And David said, no, God forbid that I do. And it just makes me think to the natural man, to the natural man, following God's way can sometimes look like you are missing opportunities, won't it? They'll ask you, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Why didn't you do it this way? Why didn't you do it that way? Why are you going that way? That's the long way. But it's not that we believers are choosing the long ways that we believers are choosing God's way. And here's the thing about choosing God's way is that you are submitting to the fact that this way can be long or it can be short. It can be easy or it can be hard, but you are submitting to the simple fact that as long as it's God's, it's the way that I'm going. And that's what David said. And sometimes it looks like You're going to miss this opportunity, then miss that opportunity and miss this and miss that. But can I really ask you, if you truly believe. That God is who he is and he's leading you down a perfect path. What can you miss? The definition of perfect is no misses. Verse 30 of Psalms 18. Says that his way is perfect. That is to say that his providence over your life is perfect, is spotless, is blameless. Is, it's 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 perfect. Even if it doesn't look like it. Isn't 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 that isn't that the kicker? Even if it doesn't look like it to us, it's perfect. And let me tell you this, I'd rather take God's the perfect God's definition of perfect over my who I who is imperfect, my definition. Of perfect. I'll take his. Because I've seen firsthand things that I tried to do on my own. I was talking about this last week, things that I tried to do on my own things, decisions that I made mess me up for a while. And I'm not even the ones that solved those issues. I'm not even the ones that brought me out of those problems. God is the one that brought me out of those things. I've seen it. And it's funny because for me, after reaching this point of, all right, you know what? I don't regret because I'm confident that I'm walking in the path that God has called me to. The next thing was, okay. well, Emmanuel, are you so sure that you have what it takes to be on this path that God has called you to? Are you sure that you have enough? Are you sure that you're talented enough? Are you sure that you're skilled enough to go into these industries that you want to go into? Are you sure that you have what it takes to 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 be the steward over unassociated and so on? I mean, think about it. How long have I been looking for jobs as of late? And it's been frustrating. I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna act. I'm not gonna front in front of anybody and act like act like I'm not, you know, worried. At sometimes it's like, dang, like how come I've been looking for a job for so long? And I hate when I when people ask me like, oh, like you know, what you've been doing? Like, dang, bro, I've been shoot waking up, <laughs> going to sleep. I've been in the gym though. I've been eating a lot. <laughs> Do you have what it takes, anyways? To, to go down the path That God has called you to The answer is An absolute emphatic If I can Man if I could, Yes You do Because he makes you What he needs you to be That's the God that we serve That's Yahweh That's the ancients of days That's Elohim That's the king of kings That's Jehovah Ah Hmm he makes you what he needs you to be. Verse 34 of Psalms 18 says that he teacheth my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken in mine hands. He teaches you how to fight, he teaches you how to win, he teaches you how to endure. Jeremiah chapter 1, we are, we, we, we are, we are reading. The calling of Jeremiah, when God calls him, he says, I've ordained you, I've, I've destined you, I've sanctified you to be a prophet unto the nations. And Jeremiah tells him, I'm but a child. How can I do something like this? Verse nine says, then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, touched Jeremiah's mouth. And the Lord said unto me, behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee free, set thee, set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root down, to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant and to plant. Not only did he put his words in Jeremiah's mouth, he set Jeremiah up in this position. He ordained Jeremiah, he sanctified Jeremiah. He knew the plans that he was going to call Jeremiah to. He formed Jeremiah in the womb, ordained him to be this, what he's called him to be. Hmm. He supplies you with what you need to get the job done every single time. Can God make a mistake? That he needed something to get done And started creating you and Oh no, I didn't give him wings Oh, I didn't give him super strength Oh, I forgot Oh, he's not going to be able to do it Which God do you think you're serving? If you are serving Yahweh God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob The God I serve You better act like you know There's a quote that um i saw I'm, I'm actually about to be done <laughs> this is like the, the quickest episode ever since like a long time <laughs> um there's a quote that i saw on tiktok um and it said there's a level of protection that you have when you do things god's way mm. <clears throat> and that hits me that hits me There's a level of, excuse me, there's a level of peace just knowing that, you know, the buck doesn't stop at my desk. It stops at his, you know, and if I'm following him and he's already overcome everything in the world, then I don't really have to be concerned with anything, do I? i need us ladies and gentlemen going back to this theme of regret you know what i would do is sometimes i would think like what would my life be like if i did this or what would my life be like if i did that and i want us to make a promise to ourselves to forsake these you know diving into these alternative realities and alternative outcomes that we could think of or if you if you made this decision you made that decision If you are confident that you are at where God has called you to. If you're not, this is a different, that's a different conversation. But if you are confident that God has put you there, you are where you're at because you heard the Holy Spirit and you follow the spirit. You are in the safest place that you can be in. Because the safest place to be in the entire world is in the will of God. The safest way to take is his way. The safest government government to 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 obey is his providence. And some of us might ask, you know, this has been a very beautiful episode, Emmanuel. But how in the world do I even follow God's way to begin with? Well, that's a great question. I'll tell you to seek him first in everything that you do. I'll tell you that you have his spirit in you when you when you confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, that God raised him from the dead. God gives you the spirit. And if if you yield to this spirit, if you listen to this spirit. If you live by this spirit, it will lead you in the path. Of the will of God and you will yield fruits of the spirit and one practical thing that I want everyone to really you know to to say like to to do really is in Proverbs 3 it says I forgot what verse sorry it says that you know you have to acknowledge when you acknowledge God in, in all your ways he orders your steps And I want that to be a daily thing that you start to do. When you wake up in the morning, when you go to sleep at night, you ask God and you pray God. Matter of fact, pause this right now. And you do that right now. What you're going to do is that you're going to ask that God comes in. You're going to literally list out name all of the different facets of your life, all your different endeavors. And ask God, say, you know, God, I'm acknowledging you in all these things, in your relationship, in school, in in, in your aspirations, in in everything. I'm acknowledging you. Order my steps. And guess what? There's some doors he's going to order your steps into and some doors that you're in, some rooms you're in right now. He's going to order your steps right out of it. Remember, I said we don't choose the long way. We don't choose the hard way. We choose God's way. And if it's hard, it's hard. If it's long, it's long. If it's short, it's short. If it's easy, it's easy. It's like a like a cereal box that used to have the mystery toys in it. You committed to buying that cereal box and you took the risk and knowing, hey, I don't know what type of toy is going to be in here. But I'm buying it. And that's like us. We don't know exactly everything that's going to happen on our journey. I don't know what's going to happen Tomorrow. But I have faith in God. I have faith in in the talents he's given me. I have faith that he's never going to leave me nor forsake me. I have faith that he knows what he's doing at the very least. And all I have to do is follow him. Acknowledge him in every facet of your life. Pause this and then we're going to pray. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. God, I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you. Now order my steps. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Father, so much for this episode. Thank you for freeing me from all that. And I pray that you free others in Jesus' name from all that. Father, any bondage that, that we're in right now, Father God, a lot of it is our own doing, oh God, because we forget, or because we we neglect your word, we neglect, you know, actually believing. In your sovereignty, believing in your perfect way. Do we believe that your way is perfect? Not many of us, God. But Father, I pray that you help us to believe, to consider, to know that your way is perfect. And to submit to your way in every way, shape, or form. To know that your providence, when we are under your providence, oh God, there's nothing to fear, there's nothing to regret, there's nothing to be anxious of, oh God. Father, I rebuke all evil spirits in our lives causing us, all evil thoughts in our lives causing us to be anxious, to be regretful, even though we're in in the path that you want us to be in, to be fearful, to be hesitant. I rebuke it right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. We are free and free indeed. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you guys this has been honestly probably one of the most comfortable and natural episodes I feel like I've ever recorded um episode 99 stop regretting when you're in the will of God please stop I'll see you guys next week for episode 100 um Thank you guys for letting us get this far. Um, If you haven't already, like, subscribe. um, Tell somebody about this episode that needs to hear it. Please don't hide it from them. Love you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.